Episode 67 of the Small Business Startup Essentials podcast, The Fear of Failure. Here's five things you can do to overcome the fear of starting your new business. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Small Business Startup Essentials podcast. I'm Tom Claremont, a small business startup coach. And today, I just want to welcome you to the podcast. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Don't forget, though, that uh, on my website, I have free resources for you. You can go to tomclaremont.com slash resources. And I hope that you'll find something there that you can certainly use right away to help you launch your new small business. So whatever situation you're in, if you're in that corporate merry-go-round and you're just tired of the hassles, if you're getting close to retirement and you want to retire with purpose, doing something that you really love, well, hang on with us today and uh, stick with us at the podcast. Hit like or subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. So let's dive in. Well, friends, this week I'd like to talk a little bit about fear and how it can really get in the way of our hopes and dreams and success. Now, we all have fear, and I'm not going to even suggest that I don't have fears. We, we all do. But how we manage and control the fear is how we're able to move forward. We're made with limitations, physical, emotional, psychological. We, we just can't escape it. Some people just naturally have more ability than others. And some people work at it to develop themselves better than others. Some people don't see the need to work on it at all, and they struggle with it, and and maybe wonder why fear has a a grip on them in their lives. They might not even realize that their inaction or obsession with the planning process is really a side effect of their fear. Now, there's no shortage of things to be fearful about, is there? I'm not even going to begin to list all the possible things we fear. You name it, and we can be fearful of it, right? The top two are fear of failure and fear of losing money when it comes to starting a business. But there's a long list of fears dealing with anything you can possibly dream up. But the fear of failure, in my opinion, is one of the things we all struggle with. It seems to me that whatever is put before us, we fear failing at. Am I wrong? But if failure is seen as an option instead of the unforgivable option, then the fear of failure has been reduced to the point of being manageable and you can move forward. Now, don't get me wrong, I know that having some fear is healthy and necessary. We don't jump out of airplanes or off a cliff and think it's okay and, you know, we don't have anything to fear. If someone is jumping out of an airplane, even though we're in a small business podcast here, we'll just use this as an example. If someone is jumping out of an airplane, they do a, a checklist of things they need to do so they can feel as safe as possible, right? Did I go through all the jump training courses required? Check. Is the plane safe and full of gas? Check. Did we communicate the plan for where we're going? Check. Did the parachute get packed correctly? 
Check. Is my will secure with my attorney? Check. Will someone be there to get me at the landing site? Check. And we can still jump out of the plane with some fear, but because we went through that checklist, we can manage the fear and have some level of confidence that we did all we needed to do. So when it comes time to make a life pivot because of one reason or another, and we think about what we want to do with our lives and what we want to pivot into, fear of failing can either stop us or significantly slow us down. But if we think about it for a little while, about the times you know, we have our greatest successes in life, or even in business, it's when we took that leap of faith or just had the courage to do that thing that we were determined to do. Think about those times when you had the most progress in life or something really went well. Is it when you played it safe or when you took a risk, when you stepped out in faith? Hey, I've had a few life pivots in my time. I know what it's like to start over and then start over again. But my biggest successes came when I took the greatest risks. So what are some steps we can take to deal with our fear of failure? How do we tackle that monster? Well, for starters, I have a short list of you know, just five things we can do. And I'm not saying these will necessarily be easy, but they are doable, okay? If I can do it, so can you. Number one is visualization. See, your success begins when you start seeing your new future, the new you. The possibilities that you have where you live, the support with your family and friends, and the future connections you're going to make along the way. This is a very intentional process. It takes some real thought and effort. This isn't just something you sort of blow off, you think about for 30 seconds before you go to bed. Don't skip this process because it's very important that you define your identity for who you are or who you want to become and how you want others to see you. But keep it real, right? I'm not talking about phony persona. This is the new you. This is who you want to become. It'll give you that emotional strength you'll need when times get tough and fear can kick in. When you start seeing yourself as the new you and don't define yourself by the past, but by who you are now, or even who you're becoming, then you'll start the process of believing in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, then why should others believe in you also, right? Why should someone take out their credit card and purchase anything from you in this business that you want to start? You see, as the boxer Mike Tyson put it, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Right? And, and that's the way it is being an entrepreneur sometimes. You can try, you fail, and sometimes over and over again, and you try something else and maybe succeed in a different way. And then there's times when you give a business venture a shot and you get punched in the face. Okay, not in the literal sense, of course, but maybe you lost a lot of money on something that you really believed in, but it didn't work out. Hey, I've been there, right? And now you're skeptical or hesitant to try something again because it failed. But aren't those words skeptical and hesitant just another form of fear? 
Now, you might have heard me say this before, but failure isn't the opposite of success. It's part of success. I have a very specific goal in my head and on paper about the future I want to have, the life I want to live, and the income I want to make from my business. And I use that visualization to keep me moving forward toward the goal every day. I'll use this visualization over and over again on a regular basis because it's the reminder of not only who I am, but who I want to become. Number two, education and research. Now, this is something that's much easier to do with all the resources we have at our fingertips through the internet. We could easily watch YouTube videos all day on personal development and or the, you know, the, the how to's on how to do anything. Right? But if you want to enter into a new space, venture out into a new realm with a business, and, and even if you're already an expert on a particular topic, being a lifelong learner, not only on your expertise, but, but also on a host of other topics relating to the small business realm as well. The topics that will be relevant to the things you'll need to know about, not necessarily things you'll be doing directly, but you should at least know about. And this is right from my uh, new course material that I'm developing, okay? The vision, a website, products and services, marketing, email list, branding, and copywriting. Now, these are the very topics that I work through when you sign up for my startup coaching. And believe me, there's a lot to work through on each topic. Each topic is huge for the overall success plan of your small business. But... Uh, don't get hung up on the research to the to the point that, you know, that now you've got the analysis paralysis and, and, and you don't do anything to launch your business. Learning and development is great, but making real money doing what you've learned is the goal here, right? Number three, getting a mentor or coach. Well, this is something that I certainly didn't do when I quit my IT job back in 2001, but it's something I wish I had back then. And you can hear about it a little bit more on the first episode of the podcast titled Don't Do What I Did. And it's a very popular episode, I'll have you know. But because learning from others on what we should do or, or not do or even you know could do to avoid the same pitfalls that others went through goes a long way for us when it comes to our success rate. Learning from a coach or a mentor can really speed up your learning and your small business launch in a huge way. And with the more personalized attention you'll get, you'll quickly see how amazing it is to get the personalized advice. And friends, don't kid yourself. Every successful person has had a coach or a mentor in one way or another. This is normal and natural. It's not something that only insecure people do because they need a crutch to lean on. It's actually the norm for successful entrepreneurs. And by now, if you're a regular listener to the show, you, you've probably heard me talk about you know, my coach, Mike Kim, from time to time. And let me tell you, he's very good. Very expensive, but very good. You get what you pay for. He has a way of, of just pointing you in the exact direction you need to take or looking at something differently that really sheds some light on a topic that may have been a little fuzzy. And, and that's my hope for what I can do for you as well. I try to take you know, complex concepts and break it down for you so that you'll be able to have more clarity and a better perspective on this entrepreneurial journey you're taking. 
Number four, local networking or connecting on LinkedIn. Now, connecting on LinkedIn or in person, it'll help you craft your message and to see if what you have to offer people in real-time life situations will resonate with them as potential customers. You'll be able to practice your message and tweak it over time so, so that over time, your pitch and your products will have more of an impact with people. Now, I know it's like to network with people in group settings. I've done it for years in my local BNI group. And I spent a lot of time visiting other BNI groups in my area at the time. And they were all the same back then. And people are all there to get a little bit more than they give. Now, the slogan at the time was giver's gain. And yes, they had a policy of bringing in leads for other BNI members. But in the end, the reality was that we were all there for our own bottom line. But the benefits of being with other business people in the networking environment is that it gets you practice with, with your different pitches and presentations. I tried pitches that got right to the point. I tried pitches that had some humor in it, but I had a chance to practice with real people in a real business type setting. Now on LinkedIn, you can connect with people more in a textual sort of way with direct messaging or even send them a private video. And that's great. I, I do those things. The whole point here though, is to get yourself and your message out there. So you have enough practice speaking and you know, to real people and, you know, reduce your fear of anxiety about speaking and presenting. Because if you have a fear of speaking in public, it'll, it'll make an impact in your business in a big way. If you have a fear of talking about your business to anyone, it'll show in your pitch. You can't just get away with doing online videos for your website or social media. You'll need to, at some point, be in front of real people and know how to pitch your ideas or products or service. Number five, fail. Now, this last one should probably be the first one, but it's not a very popular topic, and I really don't think you're going to hear too many people recommending failure as a way to reduce your fear of failing. But I think we all know that it is, in fact, the truth. You, you see, if you hire me to do small business startup coaching, I, I'm not going to just tell you all the nice things you want to hear to make you happy. I'm going to be straight with you about what it's like to start and launch. And sometimes you might not like to hear what I have to say. But we all know that there's value in failing. We all know that we've been in situations that haven't worked out in a way that we expected them. And, you know, and that's a form of failure. Now, am I promoting failure? No, I'm not saying that it's preferable to fail. But I am saying that there's value in failing. Because we usually find out that whatever didn't work out wasn't so bad after all. There are decisions I make about my business and sometimes I come right out and say, hey, I hope this works out. It should work out. But if it doesn't, I tried. Will I lose time and money? Yes. But there's value in trying and learning from what doesn't work. That increases our chances of success the next time we do something similar. We usually find out that we can learn from what happened and use that knowledge and experience to our benefit the next time we either try the same thing or something similar. Our, our chances of success are, are now higher at doing the same thing once we fail at it once or twice. 
I spent a lot of time creating a different business about 15 years ago, and it didn't work out. Money lost and a mountain of time down the drain, but I learned something out of it. I, I learned a few things from that experience. But if you have such a fear of failure that it prevents you from even trying, then you're robbing yourself of your future success. Yes, failure is painful, and it usually comes with a price. Something is lost. Time, money, usually both. But that's part of the risk we take as entrepreneurs. It's part of the startup process of learning and growing who we are and what we are. So don't let the fear of failure get in the way of failing. Do I want you to fail? No. I want you to succeed. That's what this is all about. But if you have a dream of having a business and selling products or service, or for some reason something went wrong, then keep trying. So get comfortable with being uncomfortable. There's plenty of things about the startup process that'll be hard. You'll be risking your time, your money, and even some relationships along the way. Things that make or break you as a new business owner. But friends, if you're passionate about your dream and you want to put yourself out there and take some risks, then go ahead. The rewards are huge. And friends, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Thanks for listening. And uh, don't forget that I have a free ebook of the month club that I offer. I'll put a link in the show notes for how you can get a free ebook every month sent to your inbox uh, that's on the startup uh, process for launching your small business. And friends, as always, stay encouraged, follow your dream, and don't give up.